You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. The Therapy is a Christian podcast is all things mental health and Christ. We specifically talk about how mental health and God are merged together to foster growth, healing, and making mental health a normal conversation. I'm your host, Roz and Renee, and welcome to the show. Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Therapy as a Christian podcast. I am your host, Roz and Renee, and welcome to another episode of the show. Ciao. I'm super excited about this entire, entire, entire message, y'all. So this has been what I have been living over the last week, and I could not wait to talk about it with y'all. I did a whole live talking about it, child, because I was so excited to just talk to y'all about the discovery of what I've been experiencing. So I'm here to talk to you today about how to eliminate limiting beliefs. And really, this is going to be a thing about renewing your mind and making the decision to change, making the decision to start, making the decision to no longer choose to be in the place where you may have been that has caused you to feel whatever you're feeling. So this episode is not to shame you. This episode is not to make you feel bad for where you've been or try to make it seem as if you are continuing to not choose the things that you need to do. But I want to bring to your awareness just a little bit of what I've been experiencing. Be honest with y'all, one, but to also give feedback and just some quick tips that you can do to begin to address this area. So one thing in particular, as it comes to anything related to mental health, y'all know like I am big on normalizing mental health, especially for Christians and especially bringing you the topics that cause us to 
stop or not um, take the steps to change. I'm big on that. I'm big on just really trying to be honest about my journey, but also introduce you all to the things that have caused you to not take the steps to change. We are not people as children of God that have to stay in a stagnant place. Jesus died on the cross for us. And I know that we know this, but sometimes when you hear people talk about, oh, make a decision, oh, take the step to change, or you feel super motivated to do something, you're infiltrated with all these thoughts and things that talk you out of not taking the step. And then you become so accustomed to doing that, that you begin to believe, oh, it'll never happen for me. Or, oh, that'll never work. Or, oh, you don't even begin to like make the steps to try to change to get a better outcome. You just give up. And in you giving up, then you feel bad about yourself and you continue to live in fear because you're not choosing to do what it is necessary or even begin to address what's stopping you. So I know that much of this comes from just us not having an outlet to know that these things are possible, but or also even know that these beliefs are there. But in our entire life, no matter what we've gone through, any relationships we've been in, any family situations we've been in, anybody that's talked down to us, any bad relationships, any bad experiences in a job, any bad experiences just in general, create these beliefs in us about who we are, who we think we are, and what is possible. And so I'm here to kind of demystify that a little bit and talk to you about that today because because those thoughts become so tormenting, they become so debilitating, they become literally what keeps us up at night about ourselves and we just begin to believe it's not possible that anything will change. And so I wanted to talk about eliminating limiting beliefs because this is such a topic of discussion that you have to stay in this place and you don't. So I have been doing a lot of reflecting over the last couple of weeks and have really been seeking out a lot on just in general, my relationship with him, because y'all know, like I was in kind of just a very different season, but also really just asking him like, father, you know, what are the things that I need to come to you about that are stopping me from getting to where who I know you've made me to be the things that you keep me up at night about, or you keep on my mind that I need to be doing, or even just what I know you've told me to do and I haven't been obedient about. And so as I started to kind of ask those questions, a lot of what came up for me, one was that he was showing me like, Rosalind, you cannot be afraid of what people are going to think about what you know in your spirit that I've put inside of you. He was showing me a lot about how you literally don't even need to be worried about what people are going to say about you. And and I don't mean it to say like, I care what people think, but I also know for me, my heart position is like, I don't want to ever embarrass you, Father. I don't want to ever mess up or do something wrong and that turn somebody away from you. Or I don't want to say the wrong thing and somebody say something about me and then it just ruins it. But truly what he was showing me was that people are going to talk about you regardless. 
that shouldn't even be in the forefront of your mind. The forefront of your mind is should be worshiping me, allowing me to be your all. And whatever comes from that is what it is. And what it came to my mind is like, I got to let go of the fact that somebody always has something to say that I do. Somebody always has something to say about what I did, what I didn't do, and just truly letting that go. But what I also did was an activity that allowed me to reflect on what things are actually stopping me. What, what things do I believe in myself? Because I know when I came to therapy, I came with a lot of bad beliefs. I always thought that I had to help any and everybody, no matter how tired I was, I had to help them to where I believed that I had to overcompensate me and what was uncomfortable for me or what I really didn't want to do saying yes. And I really wanted to say no to people that were just kind of like, honestly, at this point, just kind of when I when I came to therapy, just just honestly overusing all these things. And when I address why it had a lot to do with my past, but it also had a lot to do with my ability to not have boundaries. And so when I kind of overcame that belief that I had to help everybody, I came to a place of like, I don't have to really do anything. I help out of being genuine and wanting to help, not out of obligation, just to give you an idea. But I did an activity that I really, really, really want to talk to y'all about where I wrote at the top of my paper, a limiting belief I have is, and then the successes that have proved these limiting beliefs wrong. To give an idea of what limiting beliefs are, they are the thing that is that you believe in yourself, but that belief limits you from being able to make the step to do something. In a Google search, like I always do, Whenever I Google anything, a limiting belief is a state of mind, conviction or belief that you think to be true that limits you in some way. So I will give a perfect example of this. This could be a thing where you believe that. Um, is this what I want? Um, am I actually able to do that? Um how come they get to do that and I don't? Or not even like really with that, but you have this perception in your mind that everybody's going to treat me wrong, so I'm never going to have good relationships. Or or it's always going to be so hard for me, so I'm just not going to try. Or I, every time I have tried in the past, I have failed. Or every time I let somebody new in my life, they hurt me. Or every time I go out and try to make um, to step out to do something, I talk myself out of it. Or every time I try to apply to school, I always something always happens that makes me not be able to do what I need to do. Or the resources aren't available, so why do I even try? Like all these things that stop you. And you think that it might be the circumstances around you, but truly it is you believing that this is happening. So you come accustomed to the behavior in front of you. You almost become like, this is my life. And you don't try to make a change because you think that it's really all the circumstances around you. And it could be, I'm not even saying because there are circumstances where people really do abuse us. And there are circumstances that people really do, um, you know, hurt us, but we have to decide 
that we no longer want to stay in that place. And that may look so hard for some people. So I'm going to just tell y'all for me, some of the limiting beliefs that I have thought, I'm only going to share a couple. Um, And I'll kind of give you the spill of background behind this. So for me, I more so like have a lot of, or have had limiting beliefs, not really towards myself anymore, but more so towards like the business ventures I want to do. Who I see in my head is like this girl that is just walking it out, sis, like literally. And I believe that to be true. And I believe that who that is, is who God has made me to be. And not even for the purpose of things, but truly for the purpose of giving value to his children for his namesake, like glory to him and sharing like even this platform as a means of giving glory and honor to God. I think back and like thinking if I never started this podcast, if I stopped when I wanted to stop or if I didn't work through my healing or if I wasn't transparent who would have missed a message that could have really changed the trajectory? Like I get messages a lot of people who have said they heard me speak on my podcast and they said they started counseling. Like to me, that is the biggest compliment to say you started something or you made the step from hearing something I said of just like, you turned back to God, really like turning back to God and like hearing how I talk about God as a as a means to make it seem as if God doesn't seem intimidating, but he is really our friend and our father. If you hear me say that like, and that makes you want to know him to me, that is just the biggest compliment. But even going to counseling to start your healing process, that is a huge compliment. So I think to myself, how am I continuing to add value to your people, Father, that gives your name glory, that helps them to start making change in their life? But for me, a lot of my thoughts be like, sis, uh, I need to be doing the things you told me to do, Lord, and I'd be scared. So some of the limiting beliefs are related to a lot of business ventures and really just stepping out and doing that. But also um, there are things of related to like what it's going to look like, all those kinds of things. So I'm going to read off my list to you of limiting beliefs that I have is and then also successes that have proved these limiting beliefs wrong. And then I'm going to read out five things to you, five ways you can start to overcome this. So the first one on my list is I can't take risks because what if I fall out of alignment with God? That's that's one of the biggest ones is I'm I'm afraid to take a risk to do something or walk in faith or do something that's a risky thing to me in my eyes. I really it may not be that risky because I'm thinking it's going to pull me out of alignment with God. But really that what that is, is perfectionism. It's I don't want to make any mistakes that's going to get me out of the will of the father. But truly, I'm always in the will of the father. And even if I fall off and make a mistake, he is a God that will course correct me. No matter how far off I get, he will course correct me. And so I have even gotten to the place of like trusting that what may seem like a risk in my mind is God saying, I have already provided all the necessary resources for you to be able to do this. You just need to trust me. 
And that becomes a thing of like I talk it so down in my mind of okay, well I'm not going to do this because I don't want to be out of the will, Lord. Like of course I'm not going to do anything that's going to separate me from you. I'm not going to do anything that would do that. But truly, the risk is like not even y'all. It really don't even be that risky. It really it'd be like creating something or or creating something that I know would be helpful, but I'm scared because I'm like, oh my God, I don't know. And so that becomes a limiting belief because it stops me from actually doing it. Second one is difficulties mean I've done something wrong. So when we look at every season of our lives of hardship and all these things, I told y'all before that I begin to associate like I've done something wrong. But truly, it's not that I've done anything wrong. I it's hard seasons are hard. Okay. Um, am I really created enough to make that? If I try, what if it looks crazy and falls or fails? If I invest, people are gonna tell me things I already know. Like all these things that stop me from taking steps become the things that also stop me from being able to. Do what it is I should be doing. So these are the successes that have proved these limiting beliefs wrong. God is my daddy, like period. He's my dad. He's a good father. He provides me. He takes care of me. God has allowed me the space to create amazing things. The things that that, that sometimes God drops in my spirit are like, I cannot believe you just gave that to me because that is brilliant. Okay. And just, just, yeah. When I started something and giving it my all, it's scary, but it's successful. I'm smarter than what I think I am. And people really need to hear what I have to say. Like people need to hear what I have to say. Just tell yourself that. Okay. People need to hear what you have to say because your testimony is valuable, sis. Okay. Anything my hands touch really does prosper. I balance a lot of things well. The amount of things that I'm able to balance at one time really kind of does sometimes like fascinate me. I can be whatever I put my mind to. I don't have to ask permission to permission to put anything out that's valuable to others. I had another one on there, but it had a curse word in it, but we're going to keep it moving. I can follow through. Investments are not a bad thing. Bring all things to God and ask him. And so, so again, these successes that have proved these limiting beliefs wrong further the narrative of that I'm actually able to do these things because one, God is a God of abundance. We serve an abundant father. We serve a father that has literally everything we need. He says he supplies all of our need according to his riches and glory. But not only that, because he's such a good dad, he does not hold any good thing back from us. He also is a father that literally sent every resource, the Holy Spirit, the angels that are assigned to us to fight for us in the spirit. He sends all these resources to us to do everything we're called to do. But we stop because of our thought process. We stop because we don't believe. That's why Jesus always talked about believing. Whoever has an ear, let him hear. But believe, believe all these things are possible. But because we believe the negative or we believe the things that aren't actually true, it stops us from actually walking in who we really need to be. And so as I begin to kind of rummage through this, this has been like super, super 
um, helpful to me because it's changed the way I've thought about my therapist used to talk to me about this all the time. And I would do that activity with her, but I would be like, okay, sis, but to feel it and really like understand why you need to really change the way you think, it helps me understand why making a decision, because it's really about making a decision to not choose these things anymore is the thing that causes you to step out. So I'm going to give you four, five points really quickly, and then we'll hop off um, that are going to help you. So point number one is decide what's stopping you. So decide, like, see what are the things that are stopping you? Is it, what is the limiting belief for you? Is it you feel like you're going to fail? Is it you think other people are not going to support you? Is it you think your family's going to talk bad to you? Is it you think that this? Is it you think that that? And truly what that comes from is something that has happened in your life that has made you believe that to be true. Or it could be just a circumstance of what you think things might be. You might think I am this or life is this way or people are this way. So you don't even make the step to try. Um, the second point is what do you want, who do you want to be and why do you think you can't be that? Who, who told you you can't be the person that you know you're, you're capable of being and who, and who do you want to be? Decide who you want to be. If you want to be this person, if you want to be the person that does these things, decide who that person is and go for it. And know that we know that because God loves you, he's going to make it possible. Even if it is, if you want to be a healed person, a whole person, decide you want to be whole and know that you're capable of doing that. If that means you got to dig deep down in your gut and handle some things, do that. Okay. Point number three is give yourself permission not to play small and work on you. Or work on you. So give yourself permission not to play small or work on you. Give yourself permission to be the woman that you are supposed to be. Give yourself permission to work on you, even if it sucks. Give yourself permission to seek God the way you know you're able to seek him, but you're scared because you think that he's going to disown you. Or you're scared because you're shamed of this. Don't be shamed. God doesn't shame us. God corrects us, but he doesn't shame us. He doesn't cast us away from him when he corrects us. It hurts at times, but that doesn't mean that you aren't able to be and do what you need to do. It's just a matter of making the decision to do so. Even if it hurts, even if you're hurting, continue to go to him, continue to work on you, continue to talk about those things that have hurt you, but you have to make the decision for yourself to even start the process. I could do 50 million podcasts. I could have like 200 podcasts, honestly, telling you why therapy is helpful, telling you why trusting God is helpful, telling you why you should go after all these things. I could lay out a feast in front of you, but I can't make you eat it. I can give, you could be as thirsty as thirsty could be. I could lay out 50 cups of water and say, you can have those anytime you want to lay them out and leave. And I can't make you physically get up and take the water glass and drink it. 
Just like it's not anybody else's responsibility to validate your idea, to validate your identity, to validate the things you need to do, to validate you in anything that you're going for. It's not it, it, it's not anybody else's job. It's your job to decide. And I go into this even talking about the prodigal son. Like when the prodigal son, y'all know this story, so I don't have to go too in it. That man told God, or not God, he they told he told his daddy, give me my money now because I want it. He left, he squandered it, ended up in the pigs. Luke 15 literally says, Luke 15, 16 says, and he would fain have filled his belly with the husk. That basically he was eating what the swine was eating. He was eating what the pigs were eating. But verse 17 said this. And when he came to himself, he said. How many hired servants of my father's have bread enough to spare and I perish with hunger? I will arise and go to my father and I will say unto him, father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. He came to himself. He had to decide. The prodigal son had to decide. It wasn't this fancy, euphoric like thing. We make it so hard to choose healing. We make it so hard to choose to go after. We make it so hard to choose, to choose, to choose. And it's literally just making a decision. He came to himself and said, I ain't got to eat this. I'm going to go back to my daddy house and tell him, Father, I sinned. It's a choice for me to surrender to God. It's a choice for me to ask for forgiveness. It's a choice for me to decide to serve him. It's a choice for me to pick up my Bible. and It's a choice. It's a choice. It's a choice. It's a decision to make. But we get so boggled down with the limiting thoughts that we don't choose, y'all. You've been so infiltrated with all these thoughts during COVID that there you haven't even seen the opportunities. Turn your fears into opportunities. Turn those things that have happened so many years and decide to change to do something different. So my next point is, what are the current things that are working and what do you need and what do you need to do to start the process? So if things are working, continue to do them. If they're happening and you're doing them, you're making the step, keep doing that. But if there are some things that aren't working, what do you need to do to start the change? What do you need to get rid of? What do you need to start doing? What do you need to be and like tell yourself? What do you need to do? What do I need to do? What do I need to do to not continue to be in this place? Who do I need to call and talk to? Many of us don't even ask for help. When help is available or we're asking from help, we're asking help from people who are within themselves, not healthy. And we're expecting them to be these people. And when they're not, we're disappointed and further resentful. So then that further resentment put, continues to push us in a place where we feel like nobody's there for us. But we're, we're not knowing that we're expecting something from someone and they're truly not able to give us. But when we find people who are able to pour into us, even if it's even if it's on the Internet, like there are people who pour into us. There are pastors that pour into you that are disconnected from your life, but they pour into you. Find the things that are working, but then really choose to figure out what are the things that aren't working and what do I need to do? And stick to it. And my last point is, what is step one? 
What is the first thing you need to do? What is your step one? Is it accountability? Is it addressing what you need, what you think um, might not happen? Is it addressing the things that you think might not happen to be able to say and change your language to say what is going to happen? Is it seeing the holes in your life and saying, filling it with the word of God? That's the thing. That was something God was showing me this week when I was reading. He was showing me that the word is the thing that grounds us. It is the thing that holds us steady to him. If we don't know the word, I heard this interesting thing about the um, full armor of God. And it was saying that the sword of the spirit is the word of God. In our armor, that is the only oppositional thing related to our armor. Basically what that means, that's the only thing that we use to fight. Because the other sense of the armor is defense. It's basically the thing that protects us. It's what is used when we're on the other side being hit. But the sword is the thing that we used to fight. Why would God give us the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God? If it's the word of God, that means the word of the God is able to pierce things. It's able to cut things. It's able to literally slay things. But we don't know it. If we're not grounded in it, we don't know. And so really it it, is seeing the holes in your life and filling it with the word of God, picking up your Bible to read. And lastly is investing in therapy. Is that the first step for you? If it's not the first step in you for you, then it's continuing counseling, but find out what the first step is. I don't know what that is, sis, but figure that out and know too, you have a God and a dad that's available. He's so available. Even when it feels like he's not, he's available. And he wants to be there. He wants to support you. So that's all I wanted to say. Again, I came from Luke 15, um, 16 through 18. You can read that on your own if you need to. But truly, like, pour yourself out to God and tell him, like, this is what I need from you. But address what's the things that's stopping you and address the things that's limiting the way you think about yourself. Um, That's all for this week's episode. Short and sweet, not real long, but I love you guys and we'll talk soon. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.